I'm Anya. And I'm Skark. Come inside the flaming yoni. And experience the pussy as God. Hello, Yoniverse. <laughs> you are catching us. We we have been chit-chatting with today's guest, and we are just going to pause really quickly to kind of bring you back in with us because we are so, so, so incredibly honored and excited to have the very one and only Veronica Mirage with us this week. And we have been deep in conversation before we hit record here because the topics that we are excited to speak about today are topics that are... I don't know, controversial at best, I guess. And we've just been really kind of chatting with Veronica about how how we want to go about this conversation today. So, ladies, welcome back into the universe. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, we're so glad that you're I'm here. I'm so glad to be yes, here. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I'm here. so glad to be here. <laughs> you are such a radiant radiant being, and we're so thrilled to have you with us. We got to have a pre-call last week because we reached out to Veronica because we really just wanted to get this conversation going, and we weren't sure when we would record but we had to cut ourselves off after a little for an hour last week because we all had things we had to get to, but we knew we needed to continue this. So we're back together again. It feels so right. It feels so good. Babe, as I'm looking at your face, as I'm talking, like your Mm -hmm. face has about a million words written all over it, yet none spoken. So I, I would really love to hear what it is you are thinking right now. Okay. Uh, well, I definitely want to pass over the mic to our fantastic guest because I just love hearing from her. <laughs> but before we do, I think I think it would be good. You know, you had mentioned that our topic may be incendiary or controversial on this episode, and I'm sitting here like, fucking why? I I just <laughs> I, I find I actually find what we're discussing uh, the 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 thing that upsets me is the reaction and the inciting from the other side, because what we're talking about today is trans people, specifically transgender women. And Anya and I have been frankly floored and shocked by some of the commentary that we are seeing in the spaces we are seeing it. And most specifically, we're seeing transphobic, anti-trans commentary within spiritual communities, and more specifically within the divine feminine spiritual community, which we talk a lot on the show about the divine femme, and we're going to get dive you know deeper into people doing work in that space and what divine feminine work looks like. But, like, we were just like, what? <laughs> what is going on here? Yeah. How in the world have we arrived at a place where prominent creators and, and guides and really deeply spiritual people are putting forth the same kind of rhetoric we're seeing in very conservative, hateful circles? And we reached out to you, Veronica, 
And I just want to first express such gratitude to you for everything that you do in the space, but also for being willing to share with us and even just look at this crap because like, I can only imagine what that does to your somatic system to have to be exposed to that because it's gross. Um, but you did it like, and, and we really appreciate that. So first off, before we jump into all of that, I want to know about the incredible human that you are. So please give us some information about you <laughs> and then, and then we can dive into all of this. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And, um, you know, after last week's chat, I was so excited to come back and, and continue this conversation because it's something that has been, you know, literally it's on my mind 24 hours a day mm. now, you know, and it's, and uh, a friend of mine put on uh, Twitter, you know, a person should not have to justify their life every single day, you know, oh, and, chills. and that's what you feel like you have to do, you know? And, um, I mean, I've, there's so much more to me than being a trans woman, you know? Um, I mean, honestly, there, there, there is, you know, I, I, uh, I must, I'm a sex worker. I'm, I work on Nightflirt. Um, and, uh, I also do some content, uh, male to female content. I've done a few adult films. I've done, uh, I do a lot of audio, um, erotic audios and, um, you know, spreading out my wings in that, in all of that. But I'm also um, a spiritual person myself. I happen to be Jewish. And also through all of this and trying, I always get a lot of people that come to me for help and want to know, you know, how do I transition? How do I do it the right way or whatever the, the right way is and things like that. So I also started looking into some, I've always wanted to be a therapist. People have always told me that I should be a therapist. And, um, but I don't want to be right now with all these laws that are, that are there. I don't want to be held down to not to me having to report, you know, a 16 year old child because they're trans. Mm -hmm. I have to report their parents. So the, I just saw in Florida where they're going to get taken away from their parents. If they're getting any kind of gender confirmation treatment, you know, I don't want to be a part of that. So I'm now, I'm kind of in the, in the alternative realm and I've gotten, um, a certification as an alternative healing therapist. Also, I've been doing some things with, um, hypnotherapy because sometimes you just can't get through to somebody just by saying something to them, you know, and sometimes if I can get to their subconscious talk to that a little bit, you know, I mean, and I'm not talking about like, you know, making them cluck like a chicken or anything like that. I'm talking <laughs> about, you know, giving them some, some, um, self-confidence, some self-esteem, right. some, you know, confirmation that what they're doing, that they are on the right track yeah. and, and things like that. So I'm also doing that, but I'm also feeling that since it, it could possibly become where, we can get turned down by, by doctors. And I'm, I'm by no means going to be a doctor, but to have the knowledge of, I've been studying Chinese medicine 
and Ayurveda, you know, so using, using those things, those natural yeah. things, um, to, you know, calm you to, um, keep you healthy, you know, that, that sort of thing. So you don't have to go to the doctor as much maybe, you know? And, um, so yeah, so that's kind of my path at the moment, you know, yeah. um, I'm searching for, I'm deciding what to do. Um, my, my fiance passed away three years ago. I moved back home with my mom and, uh, to get things, you know, a, a sh very short, short story, but, um, you know, Jim passed away on September 4th and I had to, I was supposed to move to Pennsylvania on the 27th. So I had to rearrange, reroute, change everything because he didn't have, obviously wasn't going to work in the, the new job. And, um, so everything just got, you know, moved around and mm -hmm. I just, I feel now I'm, I'm healed enough. I went through a great grief recovery program and, um, and that really helped me, mm -hmm. um, to where I feel now, you know, and I've started dating again. I've started, you know, actually I feel my sexuality, I'm exploring my sexuality now more than, than I ever have. And, um, you know, so that's been, been really exciting for me and, you know, doing the sex work and, and I mean that, how can you not explore your sexuality and that I can be whoever I want, whenever I want, you know, and do whatever I want. And there are no consequences. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. You know? So I'm, I'm very, very happy to be doing all of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You've had such a fascinating mm -hmm. life and <laughs> <laughs> you shared some pieces with us last week. I know that this is on your website, so this isn't something that you don't share, but you had a very lengthy career as a professional ballet dancer yes. um, prior to your transition. And I see all of the chapters that you talk about <laughs> and that you share. And I just feel like each one of them in and of itself is a lifetime and you carry with you such a deep amount of grace yeah. and such a deep amount of kindness and wisdom and a oh. presence that mm -hmm. I, I don't know, I just felt it from the first time I was in a room with you on Moan. Mm, the Moan app, you. for those who don't know, right. is a sexually positive space that is just a vocal app where we can get in rooms and have conversations. And Veronica has been very active there. And I just felt really blessed by your presence and and really grateful for your willingness to come here tonight and speak with us so i have no yeah. doubt that we would <laughs> love to have you on the flaming yoni a million times over <laughs> to talk more about your myriad experiences and all that you have in each mm -hmm. of your arenas of depth so thank you thank you oh, for agreeing you. to be here sure and and i want you to know too that you can ask me anything. That's one of the things mm. that, that, you know, I, people say, oh, you can't ask trans people this. You can't ask trans people that you're not going to know. And you're not going to learn if you, if you don't ask, yeah. you know, so yeah. So don't, no subject is off limit. <laughs> well, thank you for your grace that you're extending us because it's not your job to educate us um, and it's not your job to kind of shepherd us along the way here, but we really are grateful for your willingness to step into this. And yeah, like Scarlett said, it was so shocking. I was laying in bed one, one Saturday morning and I'm starting to like scroll through Instagram 
and something caught my eye, you know, and, and when Scarlett says that this is coming out in like a spiritual sense in, in communities on Instagram, we're not talking like the conservative right. We're not talking about that type of like religious overtone. We're talking about the spiritual community kind of at large that is rising up and feels like a place of openness and acceptance and kindness and oneness, like a space where we are all moving toward oneness, where we don't separate ourselves from one another, where we don't try to other people and where we try to really collectively come together. And I scroll through and I see this post and I'm not going to name names, so we're not going to be doing that, but I see something that says, you are not a priestess or teacher of embodiment if you cater to wokeness and use pronouns. You are a good girl playing dress up. And I was like, record scratch? <laughs> and immediately, I hadn't even read the comments yet. I screenshot it. I sent it to Scarlett. She was up. We start back and forth a lot of texts that are like, okay, so... We've heard, we're starting to like break it down in little pieces. Okay, like the word wokeness, that carries a lot of weight. We could be talking about cultural appropriation if we wanted to. We could be talking about a lot of different things here. That word in and of itself. We've got pronouns. We've got catering. We've got good girl. We've got all these things. And I dig into this post. And we could break down a million different pieces, but what we really want to break down is what we heard in the commentary was kind of a back and forth between people who have either personal knowledge of or just in general a deep respect, admiration, and feeling of oneness in sisterhood with our trans community and knowing that pronouns are one way of representing and being able to express yourself in this world when there are already so many prescribed ways that just don't fit you and you get to find one that does feel right for you. And it was this like back and forth fight of like, well, if that's your opinion, you don't belong here. Because the reality of what was being talked about in this community was being deemed as the quote truth. And we aren't going to not pay attention to truth and truth was being defined as the biology between your legs when you were born. And if you have a psychosis that tells you that you and your quote truth aren't real, you need mental help. This is not about a pronoun. This is not about something else. You literally have a psychosis that needs attention and treatment and it just was stunning to me in like the worst possible way because it felt as though we were seeing a new wave of what feels like hate speech being yeah. prettied up in a way that is yeah. about truth and enlightenment and rather than like some sort of agenda. But when you break it all down, it feels so unkind. It feels so unloving. It feels the opposite of oneness. It feels exactly like building up barriers and pointing fingers and creating otherness. And I just don't get it. And I'm still really 
sad about what this is. And this was the first post of many that then started to come across my feed over the course of the next week. Mm -hmm. And that's when Scarlett and I were like, we, we got to do something here. We have to, we have to at least have a conversation. Thank goodness. Thank goodness you wanted to have that conversation. How can we not? How can we not have it? Like seeing this, it's, it's disturbing. Well, and my thing too, is that, do you have a psychological neurosis because you're straight? Did you not know from the moment you were straight or bisexual or whatever, you know? So why, why would, why would I be any different Mm -hmm. than that? You know? And that's, that's what I don't understand. You know, um, I did a, I did, I had my mom on my podcast and, you know, the, one of the things that she said to me was one of my questions to her was how early did you know, how soon did you know? And she said, I knew when you were like two or three years old. And she said, I didn't know what it was, but she said, all I knew is that you were unhappy Mm. and you would never be happy Mm. for years. You were never happy. And I didn't know what to do to help you Mm. to be happy, you know, and that's, that was my life, you know, and, um, and yeah, yeah, it's just, it's for people to even, you know, and some, some of the things that, that I saw in here, you know, it, it it even got down to, um, you see here, oh, it said, um, a woman is more than an identity. You know, that was one of the things that somebody said in, in that post Mm -hmm. that you sent me and you know what? So am I, I'm way more than an identity, you know, I am too. And they were mentioning all of these things about, you know, it's not called breastfeeding anymore. It's called chest feeding. It's not called this, or it's not called that. It's, you know, um, you're not a birth mother anymore. You're a birth, I can't remember what exactly what they were saying, but you know what? I don't claim to be able to give birth to anybody. So if anybody's saying anything about birthing and changing its birthing, it's not us. Yeah. <laughs> I, we can't give birth. We we're not so deranged thinking that we can give birth, you know, to, to somebody. And let's not forget that cisgender mm-hmm. women, some of them can't give birth. So this whole semantic argument that they're trying to unpack, that we're trying to move towards more inclusive language and, and we can have a conversation about that. But as I was listening to what you were sharing, Veronica, which is like so powerful that when you look at these things with even the slightest bit of willingness to like consider the fullness of the human experience. Let's, let's, so this whole psychological and delusion, all these words being thrown out, we know that there is a long history of medical establishments, of, you know, courts and other structures in our society literally using hysteria and psychosis to undermine women to lock us up, to, you know, uh, sterilize us and do all of this is in our history. It's all over our history. Mm -hmm. And I see 
this as a, and I, I really would love for you to, to, to give me your thoughts on this, Veronica, because I am seeing the wave of transphobia and anti-transness coming across our country as a immoral panic, which America loves moral panic. <laughs> Lo- I mean, as it's up there with apple pie and hot dogs, like America <laughs> is just one long moral panic. Let's be real. But like lately it has been surrounding. There's so much. That's why we're seeing all this, these bills passing in state legislatures all the way up and, you know, restricting uh, gender affirming care. Like you mentioned, um, involving dfps in the families uh, and the parents of transgender children you know i i live in texas and our governor put out a decree that mandatory reporters which i am a mandatory reporter should report the parents of trans children to cps to be investigated for abuse i called my staff together and i said we will not follow this mandate there is, I, we just won't do it. You can take my my license. You can take my job. There are some things worth fighting for, and this is one of them. Like, it's, we're seeing all of this happen, and I see it as just another expression of misogyny and of patriarchy. They mm-hmm. are simply taking a, the group of women that is the most marginalized, the most misunderstood, trans women, and putting, we're whirling up this fervor and then really doing their best to take other women mm-hmm. and weaponize other women against trans women. Because right. that's what patriarchy has always done. Whether it's been the dividing line of ethnicity or socioeconomic status or profession, you mm-hmm. know, patriarchy aims to right. keep us pitted against each other. Because if we stop doing that, the whole system falls apart. And so like you mentioned the stress of every day waking up and just having to know that this is a day you have to justify your existence. And I can't even imagine that, but like, how do you navigate knowing that there is this huge opposition against, you know, uh, uh, trans women that are currently transitioning you know, trans children being born in the world they're being born into. What hope and solace do you find right now? Um, honestly, I don't right now. Um, you know, I, I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I go to the grocery store. Well, if I either have my groceries delivered Mm. or I go to the grocery store when I know there's not a lot of people there, you know, and, and, and let me just say this, that, you know, I know that when I go out in public, people don't see me as a trans woman. They see me as a woman, you know, and even when I talk or, or whatever, they see me as a woman. And so, but I can't help but have that. What if that one person finds out or what if that one person is a client of mine on night flirt? Or what if that person follows me on Twitter and they just happen to, you know, notice me, you know, it's kind of like, I can't go backwards like Venus did and cover my face, you know, 
I mean, I suppose I could from here on in and I guess I could rebrand and, and all of that, but, but I don't want to, you know, what I've built, I've built and I want to keep, you know, but, um, but yeah, I just, you know, and it's funny because, because of the, I call it the privilege that I have of the privilege of passing. And let me just say, I hate the word passing because to me, passing right. implies that you're, you're trying to fool somebody, right. you know, and I'm not trying to, to yeah. fool anybody. I'm just trying to be myself, you this know, this is who you are. Yeah. This is who I am. Yeah. Yes. And, um, it, but even my mother says to me things like, oh, you don't have to worry about that because, you know, nobody sees you, everybody sees you as a woman, you know, and yes, they do. But, but what she doesn't understand and what a lot of people don't understand, it doesn't have to do necessarily with you walking around on the face of the earth. It has to do with, you know, I take a weekly estrogen shot, you know, mm. me not being able to get that shot anymore, you know, and, and I'm lucky. I'm lucky that my everything I'm legally female mm -hmm. in the eyes, you know, but what are they going to do to me now? You know, and then, and then the, the main thing that I think about, and this is what really scares me is that, you know, they're, they're doing the, the whole bathroom things, you know, the, the new, the laws are going back to where they want you to be in, in the bathroom. You know, I joke and say, do you really want me in the bathroom right. with your husband? You know, I mean, seriously, because <laughs> if you, if you do, if you're going to make me go into the bathroom with your husband, I'm going to look like the biggest slut there is. I'm going to rep, I'm going to have yes, slut girl. sister all over my back. <laughs> yes, please. I am going to be the, you know, I mean, my tits are going to be out. Everything's going to be out, you know? And, um, cause they're going to wish they never did, you know? They, they really are. They're going to wish they never did. But, um, but yeah, it just, it's, are they going to make me, cause they're, what they're doing now is they're, they're saying to kids, especially these kids, if anybody's done anything transition wise, okay. If anybody's done anything that's done, been like a surgery or anything like that, they're telling them they have to detransition. Okay. So, and what a lot of people don't know and what a lot of people don't want to take the fine time to find out. That's the main thing is they're like, Oh, you're going to have to detransition. So do you think that if I can't get my estrogen anymore, I'm going to somehow go back right. to a man. I've had surgeries mm -hmm. that have taken things off. <laughs> Are, you think they're just going to sprout back? You know, I mean, are my tits just going to fall on the ground somewhere, you know, and just fall off? No. Once you grow breast tissue, it has to be surgically removed. So basically for somebody to detransition, they have to have the exact surgeries that they're trying right. to outlaw to right. get back to the person that, that they want it to. So, I mean, what, what is the point? Pardon the break in the episode, but we have a special invitation for all of our femme stars in the universe. Do you have a longing to connect in with other women on a deep level? Do you desire to share your sexual experiences with other women 
without fear of judgment or shame. What would be different for you if you had a group of women to offer support for your unique journey, cheering you on for every win you experience and holding space for every challenge that you encounter? Slut Sisters is an intentional community of sexually empowered women supporting one another's unique journey of sensual expansion. If the word slut bristles you, the first thing we want you to know about our sisterhood is that we have redefined the word slut. Profound healing comes when we take back the power that was used to slander and diminish sexually empowered women, and we now own this word, slut, for our glory. The new definition of slut is sexually liberated, unshamed, and transformed. Slut Sisters engage daily in the Slut Sister Sanctum, our exclusive Discord server. We gather at our monthly Slut Sister sessions for fun and quality connection. Our ticketed monthly Slut Sister events range from the salacious to the sacred, providing a deep dive into the myriad facets of sluthood. We have two options for membership, a free tier that gets you into the sanctum and the monthly sessions, and an annual tier that gets you that, plus all access to our monthly ticketed events. To join Slut Sisters, click on the link in the show notes below. We cannot wait to see you in the Slut Sister Sanctum. The, the point is control. Control. Right. Yeah. And, and that's what we default to in a society when we are ruling by fear, right. by that which we don't know, by that mm-hmm. which makes us uncomfortable. And we think that like by force... Mm-hmm. We can get people back into the boxes that we want them in, right? Right. And I think what troubles me the most about this rhetoric coming up in the community that it's coming up in is that it's really subversive because as Scarlett said, and you said last week when we were talking to and so many other people that I've been bringing this up with mm-hmm. and I've heard the same thing is that I mean, this is basically patriarchy in a new form, right? It's a wolf in sheep's clothing. And we are entering into new communities and seeding these conversations in new ways because we haven't been able to control you in the mass population. And so now we have to try to do it in your own backyards, right? right? And so we are going to be planting seeds that feel really subversive. It was really interesting to me. I asked my child about this recently 14 year old male-bodied you know definitely part of the coming of age of kids that have been talking about pronouns since elementary school has trans kids in school with them has even wondered about their own pronouns over the course of the last number of years and we were having this conversation and I showed him these posts And he just said, this is like, this is just the same thing wrapped up in a new package, mom. This is basically like the old, like God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Mm -hmm. He's like, that's next. Like it's an, it's going to be an anti-gay agenda next. And I'm like, well, it's already here. We already know that. But Veronica, you brought up for us when we, before we started recording that today is international day against homophobia, transphobia, and biphobia. So the day that we're recording this, May 17th Mm -hmm. is that day. And I love the beauty of, you know, the fact that we're here to talk about this on a day where we are saying, 
hate is not going to move us forward. Fear is not going to move us forward. Mm -hmm. What is going to move us forward, right? right? And it is about coming together. And I just think that's where the mind fuckery of this coming out of a community that is meant to be espousing love and connectivity and oneness, that's where my mind just can't, I can't hop the tracks. Like I can't, right. I can't understand what I'm hearing, where I'm hearing it. Well, it's, it's also, it's, I mean, it's like they're acting like, are there only a certain amount of spaces in this world for women? Right. Like, like we run out of, of women's and, spaces and there's, at a certain And there's point? only one definition, right? right? Like there, it has to be what natural, whatever, right. but yes, it is, it's a lack mentality. It's a scarcity well, yeah. of and like, do I well, take we only have so many you. seats at the table. Yeah. I don't take anything away from you. Either one of you, no. you know, no. that's, that's, and I'm not asking for anything. If people say, oh, you're asking for all this extra stuff. No, you know what? I don't have extra stuff. I don't, I, I've never had extra stuff because no one will let me have it. So I'm used to not having it, you know, and I don't want anybody's extra stuff. I just want to be able to walk around, be me, go to the grocery store, yes. have a boyfriend, exist, exist buy a house, you know? yes. <laughs> live. You know, I don't, and I'm, you know, indoctrinate, I'm, and they were saying about indoctrinating. The only reason we want is to indoctrinate kids and, and whatever. Do you know what? It's like the TERFs, you know, they only, they think that, um, for those of you who don't know what a TERF is, but it's, it's trans exclusionary, radical feminists. And these women believe that the only reason men, quote unquote, trans women want to be in female spaces is to have sex with them and rape them. And that's what they oh want. God. Okay, Gross. can we just be honest here? I have never touched a vagina in my entire life. Why would I all of a sudden start 13 years ago when I started my transition? You know, I mean, I'm a straight woman. <laughs> There's also a lot easier ways to get pussy in this world than to go through exactly. the hell of owning and claiming your your status as a trans person in this world and go through that. Come on. And why would I castrate myself if I wanted to fuck somebody in the first place? Kind of defeats the purpose. You know, like, as <laughs> definitely. Uh, like when Anya sent that that post to me, I I took a look at my phone. I was like, oh, this is some turfy <laughs> bullshit right here. That was yeah. literally the first thing that came into my mind because I have been following, you know, a lot of what has happened with prominent turfs, and you know, Anya and I have talked about feminism and identify mm -hmm. as feminists, and this is another example of the way that movements that would seek to bring women into full solidarity and bring women into our full capacity and power to lead out embodied lives. You know, when you shave off feminism, you completely like the foundation mm -hmm. crumbles of what we're able to achieve when it comes to equal standing, equal protections, equal earning capacity, all of these things. We can't achieve that. It just, it's such an important note to me. And I just think 
that that is really truly what is going on here because we know in ancient cultures that there always was a much more broad and expansive understanding Mm -hmm. of gender um, that was, you know, we have, you know, indigenous populations with two spirit. We have, you know, all sorts of, of understanding that trans trans people have always existed and will always exist period. That's just, that's, that's the truth. They are a a beautiful expression uh, of humanity. And this is not a new phenomenon. This is not something popping up, you know, but what is happening now for the first time is that our trans brothers and sisters have resource because like my heart breaks for you when you said your mother noticed that Mm -hmm. you weren't happy and, you know, weren't able to really achieve that feeling like, comfortable in your skin until you transitioned and that is the beautiful thing about the age we're living in is that you know children and people at at whatever age you know is right for them get to enter into that Mm -hmm. process so that they can you know feel safe in their gender expression and and, and, in who they are they can align their sex with that and that is fantastic but it is coming just like you said Anya and just like you said Veronica with that fear and backlash and it's popping up everywhere and we just want to make like a strong statement right now from the Flaming Yoni and from Slut Sisters Mm -hmm. that trans women are women trans women are welcome encouraged and celebrated in our sanctum and will forever be period like this we we are in a sisterhood space and we want to make that known. So other women's circles will follow our fucking example because it is unacceptable to not let a sister into a space because she is trans or because she is genderqueer or because she is transitioning. That is completely antithetical to our goals. And so I just like, I want to just be abundantly fucking clear. If you're a transphobe, <laughs> fuck off. You have no place with us. If you're a turf, fuck off. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I understand. I know. Anya was like, we have to, to approach this with care. And like, I do want to approach it with care. Yeah, I do. But if you're, if you're confused, you know, Veronica, what would you say to somebody that just doesn't really know what to think and is confused? I, I really like to, because to, this is not for those people, the, right. the statement I'm making. This is for people who are against, right. you know. Well, well, I mean, I guess what I would say is, I mean, think, mm. first of all, learn. Mm. You know, if you don't know, learn. Okay, take the time to find out. But if you also think, do you worry this much about how a man lives his mm-hmm. life? Right? I mean, do you sit there thinking, well, how does he do that? Well, you know, is he mentally off because he's not the same thing as I am? You know, I mean, it's the same exact thing. And my, I always say there aren't two eye colors. There aren't two hair colors. There aren't two freckle colors on somebody's body. There aren't two, two anything. 
You know, are your two eyes exactly the same? No, there's more than, than two brown eye colors, you know? Why on earth would there only be two genders? Cut, nothing else. There wouldn't be anything else, right? Yeah. Why would there only be two? There's not two of anything else in the world. Why in this one instance would it be that way, you know? And, and that's, you know, just, it's, there's, there are physical differences with trans people. Our brains are different. There, it, this is proven, you know, that there, there is a section of the brain that's either bigger or smaller, depending on if you're male to female, female to male. There's even the same thing for people who are gay. Mm. The same exact thing happens. And actually, whatever this part is for gay men is like way bigger mm. than straight men. Interesting. <laughs> so, yeah. Kind of look, got to love that, right? But um but yeah, so so there are physical differences and you know people say, well there's only xx and xy. That's not true. I mean, take an intersex right. person that has, you know, other things that that go on. Life is not black and white, you know? And, I mean, and that's the thing. So so you should expect there to be gray yeah. in every in everything, you know, and instead of instead of thinking that 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 person is something that's you know strange or unusual or whatever, why not see that person as wow they they're lucky that they get to to have that gift, you know? And I used to think of myself that way, you know. I used to think of it that way because I mean, if you think about it you know, because of the, the things I've done, I guess, to my body. <laughs> you know? Well, some people call mutilation, I call it confirmation. Um, and that's the other thing. You don't look at what we do to as as that. I mean, okay, what tell me if, um, you know, if you lost a finger, and the only way for you to get your finger back was to cut your penis off and put it on as a finger, you know, and you really needed that finger. Bet your, as my mom would used to say, I bet your sweet bippy would absolutely do it. Right. I mean, you would do whatever you needed to yeah. do to get that, you know, and some people are like that with the parts that they're trying to make, you know, I couldn't have the surgery, final surgery because I had cancer, you know, and my, the tissue wasn't there. So I did what I could do to do that, you know? And yes, the scars on a trans male's chest are, yeah. are pretty bad, you know? But that's what they have to do. They don't mind having those scars, yeah. you know? They don't mind having those, and they don't mind showing them off to everybody. Yeah. It's like a battle wound, you know? And, and sometimes that's, it is. I guess it's perspective. Mm that you, you have to see it from the perspective of somebody who sees it differently than you. And if you can't do that, you're not a very good human being. <laughs> well, I just really want to highlight what you said there. It's been sticking with me since you said it. It's not mutilation. It's confirmation. Right. And all you're doing yeah. is living your experience in the way that is as authentically you as you possibly can. Right. And just to underscore, yes, in, in support of what Scarlett said, 
even if I say it a little differently, which is just to say that there is no end. Our table is infinity big. In Slut Sisters and at the Flaming Yoni, it is infinity big. Mm -hmm. We are always going to err on the side of welcoming, of inclusivity, of extending that table, of creating more glasses of wine and more loaves of bread (laughs) and multiplying all the fucking fish. Mm -hmm. We do believe Mm -hmm. that at the end of the day, unity consciousness is going to prevail. We believe that love is the way. We believe that extending the table and Mm -hmm. kindness is the way. And we we just don't have room for this conversation in our community. No. And it is something that at the end of the day, we believe is hurting people. It is hurting people we love. It is hurting people that need family and need connection. And Mm -hmm. we are not going to be standing on the side of saying no and pushing a boundary out to anybody that needs sisterhood. And so that's why this conversation is so important for us. And the line in the sand that we are drawing to say, come to our shores, (laughs) come on this side because we believe the divine feminine is as expansive as it gets. And we believe that every person carries both the divine feminine and the divine masculine within them. We don't care what your pronouns are. We will honor them. We will use them. Please correct us if we're wrong. Please help us do better every single time. Because at the end of the day, if you don't feel loved, we aren't winning. Mm. And we just want to break down these barriers. And it's only through conversations like this that we believe that we can do it. And we're so grateful to you for spending this time with us, for agreeing to step in and speak on something that you shouldn't have to defend. Yeah. It's just (laughs) bananas. Well, and you know what? I just thought of something else that, like you were saying, that if you've never met a trans person or spent any time with a trans person, male or female or non-binary, I suggest that you do it, especially before you make a judgment on somebody. Because I can guarantee you, you already have. I can guarantee you that you've peed in the bathroom Mm -hmm. with a trans person. You know, you've been in a sauna, you've been in a swimming pool, you've been in a restaurant, you've been in the gym, you've been in a locker room. Absolutely. You know, with a absolutely, and and you survived. survived. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Veronica. Yes, we're so grateful to you. So grateful, and just love. Check out everything Veronica has going, and I'd love for you to share with us anything you're excited about, um, or anything you're currently offering, and and just how our listeners can connect with you. Yeah. Um, so my my website is veronicamirage.com, which you can It'll find all be most everything notes. on there. Good. Good. Yeah. And um, and I do have my own pod- podcast. Um, it's called the the Trans Rendezvous. I love podcast. it. And it's on. Spotify I love the name. Also. It's perfect. <laughs> I love it. Well, so yeah. There's there's a there's a backstory to to it because there's more Ooh. coming. Uh-huh. With the Ooh. rendezvous, Can't there's right. more coming. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
so yes, this is stage one. So, um, but yeah, yeah. And so I've, I've enjoyed that and it's, it's a trans space. And I talk about all, like I had my mom on and, and things like that. Yeah. And you can always find me on night flirt. (laughs) Always find me on night flirt. And, um, yeah, if you want movies, pictures, whatever you want, it's all on my night in my night flirt goodie store. So beautiful beautiful (laughs) well thank you all thank you yoniverse for being here with us today we love you we love you for showing up we are here with you we're here for you and stay well stay happy and stay fucking kind Mm. to all your brothers and sisters out there Mm -hmm. and all the theys because gender is limitless Thanks for spending some time in the Yoniverse with us. We adore our listeners, and we'd love to connect more deeply with you. Find us on our website, theflamingyoni.com, and our socials are in the show notes. Before you leave the Yoniverse, be sure to give us a five-star rating, and don't forget the review. Your feedback means the world to us. We can't wait to light your world on fire next week, and in the meantime, stay sacred. And stay salacious. Stay salacious.